Um, anyway, Braden Ingram from Channel Nine has uh, has uh, we we actually gave him a call. He's not a talkback caller. Yeah. <laughs> we gave him a call. He's given us a call. To talk about <laughs> what he's seen today because there's a fair bit of news around in the world of AFL footy with the AFL season uh, literally now only a month and a bit away. G'day, Braden. I can be a talkback caller if you want. I can do my best trout impersonation. <laughs> maybe, maybe I'll just keep it straight this afternoon. How are you, boys? I'm yeah, true, but you're all over it. Now, you're at Punt Road, actually, at the moment. Second quarter action from uh, Richmond and Intraclub. Uh, can you please give us a score? Uh, at the moment, the yellow team is leading the red team 4327 to 128. Now, besides, uh, well, relatively even, Jacob Hopper, one of the players playing for the red team, although maybe the yellow probably got a bit more star power with. Uh, Shay Bolton and, and Dustin Martin and those sort of uh, calibre of players. But at the moment, Dustin Martin, he's out on the outer side and he's actually just taken the boots off. So he played the first quarter and he's now taken the boots off. He's got the runners on and he's doing running. So you'd think that would probably just have been a bit of a load management thing for him given he came back from the rolled ankle. He did a couple of explosive things, as you'd expect, starting in the centre bounce and then rolling forward. And now he's uh, he's got the runners on. It's, it's mostly their full complement out here tonight. We know Nick Blossom's in the concussion protocol. Uh, and also Tom Lynch is still coming back from that long-running squeegee. But for the most part, uh, the big names are out here. Are we getting some insights into what they might do? One of those players, Noah Bolter, is he playing forward or back? Uh, he is out there at the moment, although he just uh, he just went off for a couple of seconds. So it was a little bit of a concern, about maybe the groin, but he's now um, playing down back at the moment. So I think he's gone back onto the ground, had a little bit of treatment, uh, and he looks okay. So that's at least a good sign uh for him, um, but I think he's actually been now. You know, I'm just looking now that he's floated forward, so I think he's doing a little bit of both as they want to do. I think what we're seeing here early days, and I know it is only early days, but we're seeing that attacking license that um, maybe they're going to take the game on a lot more, which doesn't surprise. We know that Adam Muse is certainly that attacking minded coach, and that desire to get the ball moving, I think, certainly going to be evident uh, for the Tigers this year. Yeah, it's an interesting one with uh, with Richmond because I would have thought that under Damien Harwick they played a fairly attacking game style as well. And I know that the language coming out of Anamuse is that they're going to be more aggressive. So I think they might be fun to watch. But for Richmond fans that are listening to this program, Brandon, Brandon, I reckon a lot of want to know how the youngsters are going because I think they're going to get a lot more opportunity this year. What have you noticed today that's caught your eye? Well, just on your first point, I think maybe the difference that the Tigers fans might see is that Probably, you know, there was a lot of structure. And like Damien Harbick always preached system, always played to the system. And, and players certainly had a distinct role. And um, other than maybe your Dusties and those sort of types, no one really had that license to go outside of that, I'm speaking generally. Whereas I think there's a bit more creativity and a bit more license that we'll see from the likes of Shea Bolton and maybe from the wingers being able to push up and get around the ball a bit more. So I think that is something that we'll see from the Tigers. Again, it's only early days this season. And then probably the standout in terms of the young players so far, Ryan Mansell, there's a little bit of hype just talking to um, some of the Tigers insiders here around him. He's already kicked a goal and certainly been up and around the ball. So he's the sort of player, I mean, questions around, you know, Jack Ross, does he finally get a good run out and maybe had a break into that side? He's certainly, but certainly been in and out of the side as well. And then um, you've got players like Hugo Ralph-Smith. So um, I think it's going to be an intriguing year, but if I was a Tigers fan, I think it's a little bit of a year of exploration, but a year of a year of excitement because, you know, we've seen what the Giants have been able to do and what the Pies have been able to do with a new coach and an attacking mindset. Um, you know, it can make a big difference.
Yeah, it's going to be fascinating to see how it pans out. Uh, in terms of the Hawks, you were out there. You're out at Waverley today. Uh, what did you see at the the match sim? Well, I've actually uh, had the passport out today. So they they were <laughs> down at Warren Ponds, where the Cats often train during during the preseason. So they've had a, a couple three right. day camp uh, down in Torquay. So they uh, they've been based. There, a bit of golf, a bit of surfing yesterday afternoon, but today uh, was a full-blown match sim, four quarters. Uh, Sam Mitchell uh, was up in a cherry picker, um, keeping a close eye on things <laughs> and trying to get a, a proper insight. We know Sam uh, certainly likes to be across everything, and that was very much the case today. Uh, the first things first, Nick Watson, uh, so much excitement around him. He was playing for, I guess you would say, maybe the B team, um, but... A uh, couple of really nice moments for him. And whether he plays round one, that'll be the question. We know they've plenty, they're stacked in that, that small forward position with Ginevan and, uh, and also Luke Bruce, among others. But uh, there was a little bit of a scare for him. He actually got his hand uh, stood on towards the back end of that, uh, that interclub. And so a little bit of worry, but he's gone and got x-rays and he's been cleared uh, of damage. That's a really good result for him. So it shouldn't be, have too much of an issue. Marvior Chol, he copped an absolute uh, hiding in a tackle and refused to go off. The coaches wanted him to come off, but uh, he stayed on and he got another hit. Um, now, I've been told they're just corky, but I guess it shows how much of a desire he has to, to make sure that he is in that A team and he's that, in that side come round one. He's going to have plenty of competition from the likes of Jack Gunston, who I have to say, he just he does look like he's got a little bit of that spring back in his step after that year in Brisbane. Of course, the Hawks so familiar for him. He knows the way and the style they play around. He's good mate Luke Bruce in that forward line. So I feel like Gunton's just going to straighten them up a little bit again this year and help out the life in the Schwellers. All right, I've got a, a couple for you uh, just on the Hawks before we move on to Melbourne. Um, Ginevan, ha- how did he look? He looks fit. He, he, he looks he looks really fit. And uh, You know, there's times where he's, he's not going to get the ball and you sort of, you know, from our perspective, when we're filming these players and we're sort of locking on and getting the shots, my cameraman did say, he seems to be doing a lot of running and maybe the ball isn't necessarily falling his way. But I guess that's something that um, was probably drilled into him uh, at Collingwood as well. It's about that hard running and about that pressure. And you have to say that he's come back and looks fit as a fiddle. So I think he, he's got a little bit of a point to prove and it, and it looks like he's ready to do that. And and CJ Jath, who is almost the the forgotten man at Hawthorne because he missed so much footy last year, is he back to to full fitness and and ready for round one? Yes, well, that was actually part of the reason why I was down there. We were lucky enough to get an interview with him, which will run uh, over the weekend on Nine News. But he he looks really really good, and um, uh, in his extensive chat, he talked about how he's headed. He you know that five, five trip five day trip. Over in Doha, um, where he, you know, focused on really getting his body right, working with some of the uh, world's best physios, and talked about how basically um, he had uh, dozens of cameras around him, and also, bless you, what a body suit um, strapped, uh, so body, what a body suit with cameras um, attached to it, which basically tracked every piece of his motion, every bit of his running style, his uh, jumping style, and all those sort of things, and. Things that now Hawthorne about able to integrate back into his program. I think it was only nine games he played last year, so he has some real confidence now in his body that he's been able to fix those things. And that trip wasn't about getting treatment or anything like that. It was about improving the way his training programs are to ensure he doesn't get injured in the future. So he he feels really confident in his body, and I think maybe he hasn't had that in the past. So it feels like he can be a real weapon. And given the fact that he was playing on the wing as well, clearly they're going to allow him to push forward and 
not only be a weapon off half-back, but also uh, off the wing. Yeah, him and Weddle coming off a half-back flank uh, would be pretty exciting for Hawthorne, maybe, as you said, even pushing up to a wing. Uh, before we let you go, because I know you're busy getting ready for nine years tonight, uh, just uh, on the Melbourne situation, I know your colleague Josh Dore for nine years was at Melbourne training today, and we did see Clayton Oliver get reintegrated uh, into the group. So that 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 is good signs. That seems to have happened quite quickly. Yeah, I, it's certainly a step in the right direction. I think his first day back from what I've read was yesterday um, down at Casey. So very much a low-key introduction for him. I guess with this one, there's so much bubbling away under the service. I see Mark Robinson's written an article this afternoon on the Herald Sun uh, as well about that. I guess we're not going to really know until he's selected in the team. And I know that sounds like I'm sitting on the fence, boys, but there's clearly so much to play out. I think he's got to not only get his body right, he's been coming back from knee surgery, but also his fitness, his mentality as well. And I think there's very much an element of winning back the trust of the players and the coaches. And I know that's a cliche in footy. You've got to win back the trust. They've got to repay the faith. But I think in this case, it's, it's very much true. But again, we're also talking about a player when at his best is one of the most damaging in the competition. So I haven't really given you an answer there, but I think that just sort of tells you that, who knows, he, he, could, he could play round one. But I guess there's a lot of work ahead for him to get to that stage. But again, a step in the right direction today. Yeah, absolutely. Hey, Braden, thanks very much for your time. Really appreciate it. That's a really comprehensive report on, on quite a few clubs for our footy fans out there. Thanks very much and uh, go well with your cross tonight. Thanks, guys. Pleasure.